The studio. Oh, yeah. I've missed being under this blanket. Nah, <laughs> not really. I kind of sleep with it. So <laughs> it's a multi purpose blanket. It's so cold in Toronto. You might as well love it in there. Hmm. Why you remind me? It has been really cold. How are you doing? How was your holiday? Uh, well, I think that the stats are reporting that there were like 73 kids in the ICU because of uh, the flu season this year, and my kid was one of them. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. So it was, you know, when you've got a kid who gets sick pretty frequently, you get kind of used to a lot of stuff that people would find unbearable. But um, my holidays were Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the days before in and out of hospital and then in the McMaster Children's Hospital. So got to check out a part of Ontario that I don't know at all because I never had kids in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And I can say that people are very generous around the holidays because there were there were too many gifts, I would say. There was that we just couldn't take the, the amount of gifts that we were given from the hospital. Oh. Yeah, and from Ronald McDonald House. Oh, that's really sweet. And how's your kid now? Oh, he's doing really well. He's doing really well. That's and I good. think we're just waiting for the next flu. But uh, if you listen to this and you're part of a of a group that donates around the holidays, think about think about the times of the year where there might not be those kinds of gifts and maybe uh, spread out that uh, that joy because I've had sick kids for all parts of the year including at Christmas and it's always hardest when you know it's the dead of March and you're like oh this is so sad mm, but yeah. yeah but I'm I'm great how, how was your holiday it was great I spent most of it in LA so that was fun and I gotta say throughout the holiday I got a lot of feedback on this podcast a lot of people who I interacted with over the holiday told me they listened to the podcast and people seem to be loving what we're doing no uh-huh so that feels really good <laughs> it feels awesome. really great yeah so um yeah I had a great holiday and uh today I watched the documentary on the fire festival, so that was hilarious. Oh, and yes. <laughs> watching rich millennials fall apart, so it was great. You know, I had a great holiday oh, up until today. <laughs> That's awesome. And were you in LA uh, to experience the rain <laughs> that I've seen around the teachers' strike? <laughs> you know what? It rained a lot in LA, which is really unusual because of course they've been in a drought for years and years mm -hmm. and um what i found hilarious was that when it rains in la nobody knows how to drive <laughs> 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 people are like what is this what do we do people like literally pull over and are like confused about how to drive and <laughs> i thought that was really funny it's toronto in november <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically or vancouver when when there's one snowflake that's right that's right or all of france actually <laughs> france also shut down last year when there was snow that was a big deal in quebec really oh quebecers oh, recorded themselves watching the news <laughs> oh god that is so fucking pretentious fuck you yeah. quebec <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It we have we've had about forty centimeters fall in the last two weeks, so it's oh, uh it's truly that. winter here. It's fuck so that. beautiful. You gotta come for carnival. Mm. I know you love carnival. You do? You know that about me? Interesting. Yeah. I mean winter carnival. <laughs> but um I don't know if you know how I truly feel about winter. But anyway, that's not what we're gonna talk about today. <laughs> 
What are we no. actually going to talk about today? I mean, what is going on that either of us would have even a remote interest in that is political? I don't know. I, You know what? So the last couple of days, you know, we're recording this on the weekend. Um, so the last couple of days being, you know, December, I don't know, 16, 17, 18, 19. I really feel like things are so <laughs> fucking bad in Ontario. Did you say December? The last couple of days is January. Oh, well, I also don't really... Time doesn't mean shit to me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, things are a little weird in Ontario right now. I mean, they've been a little weird for a minute. But the government has announced a lot of things... One of which we are going to focus on tonight. We haven't even talked about this. Like I keep telling no. people that when we when we record, we we don't really plan it. We like call each other and decide what to talk about, which I don't think people believe. But we literally have not <laughs> talked about this at all. In fact, Nora calls and says, uh, "Is what we're going to talk about so obvious that we don't need to to chat about it beforehand?" And I said yes, and then we started recording. <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk about. The Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario, the ruling party in Ontario, and their announcement of a tuition fee reduction. Great. Major changes to the Ontario. Oh, yeah. Great. So fantastic. (laughs) Major changes to the Ontario Student Assistance Program, Mm -hmm. the the loan and grant program, and... And uh, they just threw in this little thing where it's like, you know, students, they need choice in all the things that they pay for. Not tuition, of course. <laughs> no choice when it comes to tuition. No. But students just need choice in the in the added benefits of school. Yeah. It's just, it's just a little add-on. Yeah. It's, it's a teeny little thing that most of the media is not paying attention to because Nora... 10% reduction in tuition fees, which is good. No, wait, bad, because it eliminated free tuition, which is something that we had. <laughs> what the fuck? I, this this episode's going to be like us in a spider web. <laughs> being like... <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, my God. I've been pulling my hair out for the last few days. Like, I hate everything. Don't pull your hair out. It is now worth it. I know. It's not. No. It's not. Okay, so how are we gonna do this? I don't know. Like, how do we even start? Like, do we start from chronologically? Do we start from like the most ridiculous to the least ridiculous? Do we start from what's at stake? Like, all of it is just like I feel like this could be like a two-hour podcast. Buckle up, folks. <laughs> possible, very possible. So here's here's my proposal. So why don't we start with the grants part because I think that that is the easiest to explain. Then go into tuition fees. And we'll check the time. And if this needs to be a special double episode that will be released, like probably at the same time, because these issues are so current, then we will talk about the, the, the fees. Cute. I like it. Okay. Great. So Grant, I just want to say number one, <clears throat> Nora and I are really prescient. Is that how you pronounce that properly? Prescient or prescient? I think so. Yeah. Prescient. Prescient people. Yeah. And we predicted this turn of events on a previous podcast which you can go listen to if you'd like i'm sure it has something to do with liberal schemes although that might be 
that might describe several of our podcasts. You're just going to have to you're just going to have to sift through and find the one that talks about tuition fees and grants. But let us explain the grant situation. I think it's episode 14. I, I just shared it with someone. So it's kind of fresh in my mind. So check around that that uh, stratosphere, the teens of this podcast. OK. Give her. You give her. Glenn Murray hates you, <laughs> not me. I've never been blocked. Oh, is that right? I mean, I was blocked in the. I was blocked on the chair account, but not on my. Oh account. yeah, that doesn't count. Probably because I started using Twitter last year. <laughs> That's yeah, like, true. <laughs> um, okay, so here, here's the thing about grants. The Ontario system of grants. First of all, what you have to know is it's tied to loans, right? So you cannot get a public grant in Ontario unless you apply for OSAP, which means you have to get some loans and you'll get some grants. And as the Liberals increase tuition fees by more than doubling tuition fees. They systemically increased the and changed the grant system in Ontario. And so for the first for the first half of their mandate, uh, maybe a bit more than half, the, the, the thing that they created was called the student access guarantee. And this was to be able to tell Ontarians that, yes, we're increasing tuition fees, but no student will be left behind. <clears throat> right. And so that that was a weird pot of money because, uh, you know, if you were at any university in Ontario or college in Ontario and you went to your financial aid office and you like told them the saddest story ever of how destitute you are, you might be able to convince someone in financial aid to give you uh, a grant that covered all of your tuition fees. But of course, again, you have loans because the amount of money together goes up and above tuition fees because there's living costs and residence or whatever the hell else. The, prob- the program was expensive and it was problematic because it was opaque. And so we did research many years ago to see what schools were getting the most money of the student access guarantee. And it was it came out to be U of T, Queens and Western students. They're like from like they tend to be from higher socioeconomic backgrounds. So we thought that was pretty interesting that those were the schools that were doling out the highest grants. And it was by a lot. Um, University of Ottawa, I think, was on that list. And then what we kind of assumed was you had those were places where law schools were so there may have been a bit of a skewing to who was going to law school and the law school tuition fees were so high and so the student access guarantee was paying for a lot of law school fees anyway whatever the government took that money and added more money and created the 30 off and then eventually the three the 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 quote unquote free tuition plan so step one was 30 off was like billed as a 30 percent reduction in tuition fees they said we're reducing tuition fees by 30 percent However, tuition fees were increased each year that apparently the tuition fees were reduced by 30% because they didn't do anything to (laughs) tuition fees. In fact, they continued to increase tuition fees faster and higher than any government had before them. So that Ontario tuition was higher than any tuition in the country, which if you're following the news right now, you'll see a lot of... uh, liberal MPPs and former liberal MPPs and just liberal operatives saying, oh, my God, tuition fees are higher than ever right now. How could the conservative party make students pay this when it's like their fault? So what the fuck? Womp womp. (laughs) Womp womp. And and what they did was they implemented this grant that they said was worth 30 percent of tuition. And they said instead of reducing tuition fees across the board, which would benefit a high number of wealthy people, which it's like, who cares? Everything benefits wealthy people because we live in a capitalist (laughs) society. Stop focusing on them. Who the fuck cares? Right. So they're like, we don't want to benefit wealthy people. So we're going to give a targeted 30 percent grant to low income people. There's a few problems with this grant. One, not worth 30 percent. Don't know what numbers they were using. 
wasn't stats can numbers, but it fell a lot short of 30%. Very similar to how the tuition grant that made tuition free later on did not equal what stats can was saying was average tuition. So problem number one. Problem two, not eligible if you were a mature student, a part-time student, a student who had been living outside of your family home for what, four years was it? I can't remember. Essentially, yeah. if, you, if you'd been living outside of your family home for a certain period of time, you weren't eligible. Uh, if you were a pro uh, professional student, if you were an international student, there were all sorts of things, metrics that you had to meet in order to be eligible for this grant that wasn't even 30% of your tuition fees, certainly wasn't 30% of your tuition fees if you were an engineer or in law or in any of the more expensive programs. And at the end of the day, I can't remember what the actual number was, but it ended up assist. And sorry, it was an opt-in grant. You had it. You had to. You had to request a thirty percent reduction in your tuition fees. And at the end of the day, it helped. Uh, I think we we requested the numbers from OSAP from the Ontario Student Assistance Program, and it helped less than twenty percent of students in the province. Is that correct? I that I don't remember, but it was definitely fewer than they said it was helping. It was so so few students. And so they got a lot of good press out of this because uh, journalists are lazy. And what they did in the press was they repeated um, the government's press release instead of actually investigating what the government was doing. So the government releases a press release that says, we are reducing tuition fees by 30%. The press repeats, we, the government has reduced tuition fees by 30%. And people like myself and Nora are like, no, it's not true. And journalists are like, what? But they said, mm, whatever. <laughs> so right. that's kind of how that went. And similarly, the government's like, OK, this is great. That went so well for us. Why don't we make tuition free or say that we made tuition free? Because what's happening at this time that's um, like in the political landscape that's important to recognize is that in the United States, Barack Obama starts talking about making all colleges free. And so the liberal government wanting to, I don't know, appear to be the Obama, like ride the Obama wave, I don't know, decides that they want to make it appear as though they're giving uh, tuition for free. And they said, you know, that 30% off thing worked so well for us. We didn't have to spend much money. We eliminated a bunch of expensive grant programs in order to pay for it. We were giving less money to... Uh, low-income students than we were before and it sounded really great for us in the press why don't we make tuition free quote-unquote by doing the exact same <laughs> thing we'll give a grant that's average tuition based on some numbers that we came come up with ourselves and ignore statscan and still increase tuition every year um, and we don't have to change anything with respect to funding or anything like that we'll eliminate the previous grants and we'll use that to fund these grants. And so that's the situation that we had. They were saying that it was free tuition. It was not free tuition. We have a broader explanation on that in a previous episode. The problem with that is that tuition fees continue to increase every single year, higher and faster than ever before. Thank you, liberals. Yeah, so you're left with an actual fee that every student has to pay. And the liberal argument, and it has always been this argument, and I'm coming up against liberals making this argument to me now, is that it's more just to create a system 
where you're giving individual grants to students to cover off these tuition fees while you allow tuition fees to go higher. And I mean, do you need any more fucking proof about why that system sucks than this past week? Or are you just going to sit there and be all like, oh, I fucking hate Doug Ford. Oh, you were so good. Why did you chirp us? Yeah, because one of the things that we mentioned the last time we were talking about this stuff was that one of the reasons why this is such a terrible thing to do is because it's so easy to get rid of a grant program. And when you just get rid of a grant program, like the conservatives have just done, what you're left with is all the tuition that you've increased over the years. Yeah. Ta-da! Okay. The conservatives have just gotten rid of this grant program, which is not anything to do with free tuition. It's a fucking grant program that when you get rid of it, now students are saddled with all of the tuition that the, the liberals have increased over the years, except, you know, the conservatives have are reducing tuition fees by 10%. <laughs> It's it's so like, you know, you step back for, and look at this from a completely like real politic kind of position. It's so delicious the way that they are fucking the liberals. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, why did the liberals raise? Why did the why were the liberals giving out grants to people whose family income is one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year? <laughs> like, let's start there. Right. It's like I believe in actual free education. I don't really believe that we should have a system that like. $170,000, if you have a system that expects parent income to factor into anything, and I don't think we should have that system, but that is literally the system that Ontario has. Yes. That's that's a lot of money. And if you're going to tell the average Ontarian that that's, a, that's an income threshold that makes sense, that students of those families should have grants, the conservatives are going to walk in and be like, guess what? We're for the people. Those fucking people have enough money to pay for their kids to go to school. We're cutting that grant. It's just so simple. It's so simple. The other brilliant, wonderful thing about the way that the conservatives are doing this is that they've implemented the kind of tuition fee decrease, and, and we'll, we'll start talking about this in a second, that is actually exactly what we want, okay? It's an across-the-board decrease for everyone, okay? <laughs> it's 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 wild it's like oh my god finally except now everyone's speaking against it so that years down the line when it comes time for this to expire which is in two years they're gonna be like well nobody liked this shit anyway yep. <laughs> nobody liked the good policy where we got we actually reduced the user fee anyway so we're not gonna do that not a single person thought it was good so thank you, liberals, for paving the way for this. Um, everyone, you need to truly understand why the tuition fee policy is actually like it's it's not good in conjunction with every like with the whole package. But actually, no. the way that they're reducing tuition when they spoke about it and they said, you know, a law student's tuition will reduce by four thousand and an arts and starts or four thousand at the U of T if you're paying forty thousand dollars for tuition fees. For, uh, for school, that an arts and science student uh, would be a decreasing by an average of 600 to $700. Like, that's what we want, like different fee figures, <laughs> not this weird one figure that, uh, that the, uh, the, the liberals had because it was just one grant for everybody that didn't, it didn't matter like what, what, they were, what they were talking about. It was like this one grant based on numbers that they didn't uh, get from StatsCan that didn't make any sense. Um, so yes, this is the mm -hmm. exact way that 
user fees should be eliminated progressively. If you're not going to do it in one shot, this is how it should be eliminated progressively. 100%. But they've set it up <laughs> in a way that makes it so confusing and so impossible for people to actually say this is a good policy because it comes in this terrible package that years down the line they're going to be able to point back and say hey nobody liked that policy anyway it's fucking brilliant it really is um so maybe i guess like we should probably explain a little bit about what the problem is with with creating a grant system the way that it exists on Ontario and and one of the ways I like to talk about the grant system is it it tries to assume that it can capture everybody and the problem mm -hmm. with trying to capture everyone obviously is that there is no one-size-fits-all there are people that come from high-income families where the parents have kicked them out of the house or they're not gonna pay for their their um, tuition fees or your parents are real estate agents and so you know that I know real there's a weird real estate agent way that you report your money and your assets and then all of a sudden your kids are not able to get OSAP even though anyway I don't know I always heard that was an issue or you have six siblings and it looks like you're really rich but actually you're not because you have six siblings and all of that money um, goes to making all of you live and it, it actually turns out that your entire family is in poverty like but it doesn't look like right. it on and paper. so so the, there's a system that is designed to try and identify all of these different particularities that are that are in the in the in Ontario in the province right and and the way that they do that is they create massive bureaucracies to deal with these issues so every single campus in Ontario, right? What What is that? It's like 36 colleges and 24 universities. I don't know. That's totally off the top of my head. I don't remember anymore. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tons of schools. <laughs> we could probably name them all, but I, I can't count them for you right, right now. But every single school has a financial aid department. So you're paying people to administer financial aid to deal with all these problems. Then you have a provincial like bureaucracy to manage student aid, both at the intake during school to actually distribute people's money and then when they're finished. In that process, you also have people that fall through the cracks or that people who have problems with their OSAP or who drop from full course load to, part to partial course load and then lose their OSAP or their name is the same as someone else's name and they get their OSAP and then you deposit that OSAP and then all of a sudden you're like charged $5,000 because you shouldn't have deposited that even though it went into your account without, like these are literally issues that I knew about mm -hmm. at Ryerson. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've got, you know, a hundred other options or um, examples as well. And this is what happens when you create a system that tries to match individuals with a pile of money to mask the real issue, which is the base tuition fee payment in the first place. Mm -hmm. And the justification for that was always the reason why we're doing this is because we don't want to benefit wealthy students. We don't want to benefit wealthy students. We have to make sure that we're only helping the, the students who are really in need. And that means we need to make sure that the wealthy students are paying tuition and the students who are in need, we're going to give them grants. But guess what? The students who are wealthy, like, why are you focusing on them as your first priority? Because it doesn't matter how much tuition you charge. They're going to be able to pay it because they're wealthy. <laughs> Like they're they are wealthy, so it does not matter. Your focus should be on the poorer students, and that means if you want to make sure that the wealthy students are paying and you're capturing all the people who can't pay and making it free for them, I let me tell you about this little thing called the progressive tax system. It's like the only way to make sure that that happens. 
It's the only way to make sure that it happens. The wealth, the tax system accounts for your income and charges you taxes to pay for a whole bunch of different services uh, based on your ability to pay. To capture it on the other end through user fees doesn't make sense because you're never going to catch everyone and wealthy people will continue to be wealthy forever. <laughs> it's just never going to stop happening. So bad justification. There's also one other policy that they announced um, before we talk now specifically, I think, about tuition fees, um, which was eliminating the grace period uh, on repaying your student loans. And so the liberals brought in a grace period of, I believe it's 18 months to be able to get mm -hmm. through before you, you pay your loans. That was a victory that students won, actually. The liberals did not want to give that to people. And it was us. like We were involved in the movement that fought to win that. Um, and mm -hmm. so let's not also get too, like... Uh, forgetful about where these kinds of great policy ideas came through. And I don't even remember if the liberals didn't charge interest from the start, because I believe that at the when they first introduced it, you had a grace period, but interest still started. Yeah, but then we did win that they stopped charging in interest in the grace period. I think for six months, I don't know if it actually ever expanded right. to the full 18 months, but for six months, they weren't charging uh, interest based on on you know, like fucking students like us banging on the right. door, being like, stop being shitheads. Yeah. And so that that's that's obviously something that will be annoying and difficult for people to pay. Although there's also a threshold that you have to make more than twenty five thousand dollars before your interest kicks in that they also announced. And so it's like, OK, <laughs> like. <laughs> so you won't be charged interest if you're not working, which is cool. And if you do make more than $25,000, then yeah, then you got to start paying back your loans, which is the fucking problem with the loan system in the first place. And the reality in Ontario is that grants and loans are tied together. So if you support grants, unfortunately, that means you must support loans because there is not separate systems. And if you support grants and loans, what you are really saying is that you support a system where those who are poorer pay more than those who are wealthy. And so if you're situated, if you really want to focus on how unfair it is that the wealthy get helped or whatever by, by certain types of policy, this is the worst policy. Because, of course, when you're paying back your loans, you're paying back those loans with interest. And the poor students, students who are in need, pay far more for their education than any wealthy students ever are asked to pay. Yep. Which wouldn't happen if we just relied on a progressive tax system. Which in case you're listening and you don't know this stuff, like that's segmented by 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 race, that's segmented by gender, that's segmented by ability. It's like we literally in Canada, and this is the case across the across provinces to a lesser extent in, in Quebec and a lesser extent in Newfoundland Labrador because the fees are lower but we 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 enforce societal's oppressive segmentation through this loan system because mm -hmm. women make less than men black women make less than white women like we know these stats and and I'm, I'm just so I know that this is a moment that's very confusing and and, and frustrating and I mean like as far as I'm concerned, the announcement that came last that last week is like literally putting a gun to the head of the canary and the coal mine is about to fill with like lava. <laughs> like it is <laughs> so bad. And mm, mm. <laughs> I hope that was illustrative enough of what I feel about this. Super. Great. <laughs> 
and so like I I feel the 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 anger and the desperation that people that people have in trying to contend with this policy and my god like uh, aside have you seen the minister oh like i i saw her when she was giving the announcement oh there's an interview with power politics where it's like i'm sorry is this woman like a robot and there's like a switch that's (laughs) oh yeah yeah she can't she can't say anything outside the fucking message box someone was like if anybody asks you any questions just repeat this (laughs) statement we we are reducing tuition fees by 10% and making uh you know we're 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 really here for students we're a government for the students and we're reducing tuition fees by 10% and uh and yeah. i'm just going to blink uh, to anybody that knows morse code that i have literally been kidnapped someone has taken my brain out it's in a jar in the middle of queens park and a bunch of people are uh, i'm going to stop there cuz i was going to get really vulgar with her brain Part of the fun of kicking a government's ass, and so this is like, I, I think, you know, we'll also probably have to talk about how to fight this, because um, I know a lot of people are feeling really oh my like. God, this is totally desperate. two episodes. But part of the fun of kicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, part of the fun of kicking a government's ass is like literally kicking so, like a mm. minister like that's ass. Not literally, figuratively kicking a minister like that's ass, because it's like these people are cowards. They are the they are the biggest fucking cowards and they have they make too much money. They are f- way too far away from the average person. They're the kind of people that can't even shake someone's hand without fucking sanitizing it because they think that they'll catch like poor. I mean, I right? sanitize my hands when I shake hands with progressive conservatives. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, but you're Jamaican. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like, OK, touche. You win. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> You're like the gold standard of hygiene. <laughs> you win. You win this round, Nora Loretto. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> they're they they're so easy to knock off balance. And so, like, people need to think of how to go for the, the jugular in the most figurative way possible of Mary Lee Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Mary Lee Fullerton. You have just made enemies of a lot of fucking people, and it is going to be so wicked to watch them convince you change your mind, which they will. Okay. Now, they announced a whole other thing. Whoa, we're not there yet. Never mind. We haven't talked about the tempers. We're not there. Have we talked about the tuition fee like reduction? Because I feel like there's a lot of fucking confusion on that, too. It's a great policy. You like, I know, I know. I said it. Y'all are like upset with me for a second, but give it like two seconds. It's actually exactly the type of reduction policy that we want. Yeah. Go, Nora. Yeah. So just in advance of this announcement, when it was leaked, I think it was two days before to the Canadian press, like what they were anticipating, you know, someone like Alex Usher, who's made his entire career off of selling this bullshit fucking lie about grants being the way to fund higher education. And it's, you know, it's Alex Usher. It's Bob Ray. It's fucking... Glenn Murray, I'm sure fucking Chris Bentley somewhere being all like, grants, 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 right? All the way, John Malloy, all of these fucking people. never needed him. Yeah, like, they, they, they have made their careers off of selling this lie to Ontarians, and the problem is that the lie sounds like it might make sense, and it obscures from the fact that, uh, one, so the, the Liberals first got in power in 2003, and from 2003 until today, right, with the tuition fee framework that is still the liberal tuition fee framework, tuition fees have more than doubled. More than fucking mm-hmm. doubled. That is worse than what Mike mm-hmm. Harris did. 
The liberals did it worse than the conservatives, everyone. Like, pay attention. <laughs> way, way worse. worse. Way worse. And it's and it's and they've saddled like not only did they double tuition fees and then be all like, oh, but we're so enlightened. We've offered these fucking grants. How many people are now paying massive sums every single month to the government to pay for their student loans because mm-hmm. the, the tuition fees have gone so high? And mm-hmm. in the problem with the loan, this is it's so smart, right? This is where the, 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 the cleverness of the liberals like the, the conservatives are clever in fucking over the political enemies where the liberals are clever in fucking over average people. The conservatives mm-hmm. just fuck over average people straight up. They don't actually care about being clever with that. They tell you exactly what's happening. hundred <laughs> percent. What the conservatives have done or what the liberals have done had done is like one of the things that we encountered in student organizing is you would talk about student debt to a second year university student, for example. And the students like that means nothing to me because I have my OSAP. I'm spending that money. I've paid for my tuition fees and it doesn't uh, it doesn't bother me because they're not paying it back yet. Right. It's not something that's real. And we always got folks who'd graduated and were like, why don't you try to reach out to ex-students? Why didn't you warn me? So it was like during school, talking about tuition fees was really tangible because that's literally what students understood. That was their bill. They were paying their tuition fees. But you wait until people are in the real world where there's not really ways to get politically involved. You're, you're, You're trying to hustle to get your life together, to get your jobs, to get permanence or to get a good contract or to pay for your family. And it's there that you're suffering and suffering under the repayment of your student loans without the access that you had on campus to the to, to the political action to be able to mm-hmm. fight this government decision. It's brilliant. It's so smart. It's brilliant. It's like really attacking a vulnerable population who doesn't have the the like like the natural kind of instinct because of the way that it's designed to fight it. Exactly. And so, you know, the, the other part of this tuition fee reduction, so this is the first tuition fee reduction ever, uh, or certainly like since, I don't know, 1987 or something. Like, I don't know what happened before 1987. Tuition fees were pretty stable. Um, but uh, it's an unfunded tuition fee increase or for tuition fee d- decrease. And I think that we do need to address that because that has been the way that a lot of progressive people have been condemning this tuition fee decrease. Mm-hmm. And so unfunded means that the, the government's not going to give universities and colleges the money that they should have gotten by, by, by completely fucking students with another tuition fee increase next year. Mm-hmm. And that the universities need to make up the money internally to figure out where they're going to get this, to, you know, get it from. And, you know, it's like, yeah, ideally a tuition fee decrease is fully funded, ideally, for sure. But like don't fucking pretend that there's not places on campus that like just fire all the managers if you can't. You know, honestly, there are people who are working at the University of Toronto who make six hundred thousand dollars a year, like seven hundred thousand dollars a year, like the the people who manage their assets or whatever. It's like, come on, there's a bunch of people in the upper administration who, you know, they add like another VP every few years at certain institutions. It's like there's a lot of bloat. So is it possible for there to be a tuition fee reduction that is unfunded that actually amounts to good policy without a reduction in quality it is possible it is possible so please keep that in mind it's not like this terrible thing where all of a sudden our institutions are being run in the most altruistic way possible and you know like they're already stretched to the to the to the brim which you know I'm not saying that they're not like we are in Ontario uh, funded per student less than every other province but 
there is a lot of bloat at the top. And that is something that we as progressives critiquing this policy should recognize. Yeah. And where did that blow come from? It came from the era of the liberal government. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the management salaries, the management explosion, all of the supplemental services that, that, that campuses have said that they have to provide because students are what, you know, not as prepared or suffering or falling through the cracks. It's like, you know what makes students fall through the cracks and suffer? Like incredible financial fucking stress. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. You can keep adding layers and layers and layers to make this problem way more complicated and not go away or you can start addressing the core issue which is the is the actual cost and so wow what a what a sleight of hand by the by the conservatives um wow mm-hmm. and the liberals <laughs> no but and fuck you the liberals so fucking much because you know what what did you expect was going to happen i mean yeah. come on Exactly. You set this up. You literally set the pins up. And we were the ones saying, you're setting the pins up. You're setting the pins up. Mm-hmm. You set the pins up. Doug Ford just fucking walked over them. It's, it, yeah, it's it's not like we keep saying that it's brilliant, but it's not even brilliant because it's just obvious. It's like the, <laughs> obvi- it's like the obvious thing that should happen. So, yeah, I don't know, you know. <laughs> All right. So part, I guess we should say, so that was the end of, okay, let's just keep listening. We're going to have part two, like right now. <laughs> oh part two right now um stay tuned that was sandy and nora okay 